disgusting, vomit-inducing thing. Hola, creepos! Welcome to the show about creeps, by creeps, for you creeps. It's the Creep Off. I'm your host. It's your pal, the People's Champion, Vinny Paulino, and sitting in the studio, adjacent to mine, is everyone's least favorite co-host, Hot Carl. What is happening, Vinny Paulino? Good to see you, my friend. I am not happy to see you. I kind of hate your fucking guts and fuck your shirt, fuck yep. your face, fuck your grin, fuck your smirk, <laughs> fuck Dr. Fauci, fuck you. Wow. Look at the voting from this week. Can we pull up the results from that? Now, let's keep in mind. There were four different people people could vote for. Usually there's just two. Okay, so here's what I'm going to tell you. Yeah. We're going to start off and say that Croge did pretty good. Yep. Croge got 29 votes. So he got about 11%. 29 votes is uh, pretty decent for an average week. Uh, Kevin, no, it isn't. It's terrible for an average week. I was trying to get that. That's a normal Carl score. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's usually what I get. That's why I thought that. And uh, Kevin and uh, the guy with the machete tattoo, uh, he got 1.5% of the vote. What was that, two votes? Like four. That was really funny. And then I had. Kevin's like, I just read this headline and thought it was funny. So that's what I'm bringing. And he did it so briefly. Like, if only he could get the review segment (laughs) to be that brief and concise. It was so good. So uh, I brought in a woman who uh, ripped her mother's heart out of her chest. It was was a pretty good creep. It was an Instagram celebrity, too. It was like an influencer. Yeah. And she ripped her mother's beating heart out of her chest and showed zero remorse in court. Zero remorse in court. Laughed like the goddamn Joker. Against any other creep, you would have won. And here's Carl. Yep. This motherfucker brings in a guy that is loved by half of the country, despised by the other half. Loved a very by idiots with their head in the sand, yes. He's a guy who's polarizing. We could agree there. No, the sheep will all love him. He's polarizing. He's People polarizing hate him the or they love him. him. They hate him or they love him, is yep. my point. So, uh... Carl and Dr. Anthony Fauci got 64 fucking percent of the vote. 64 percent of the vote, 162 votes. I have a different song to play this week. What a convincing victory last week. I'm now up four to one. I was more shell-shocked than the Dolphins secondary Yes, this week. I was fucking sitting around this just is not looking a at the score going, this is I not can't a believe lie. this shit. I got multiple texts from Vinny going, I cannot believe this is happening. I don't know what's going on. And I forgot my kicker. You know what my kicker was supposed to be? Do you know what year Fauci got the job as the director of the NIAID? The the year that the AIDS pandemic started? He got it in 1984. Right. Hmm? Orwell? Huh? I love that you thought, you think this is all still a conspiracy. I honestly I'm just God, coming up with this shit. I, and then Fauci actually is a great guy. To fucking God wish you had said that. It would have cost you some votes. <laughs> you jackass. Now, listen. That puts you up at four. That gives you four points. Correct. Yeah. So which we're puts game you point. on game point today. Beautiful. And Beautiful. I, I'm, I'm still shocked today. He, he is wearing his Crocs. I'm showing the people who are watching the video. Yeah. Thank you for watching on YouTube. My we appreciate you. But uh, 
you have to go first. And this week we did a poll on Twitter. We haven't done that in a while. And your choices were creepiest Karen, which, by the way, I really hope we do get to do that at some point because, boy, did I find a fun one. Oh, okay. And uh, we had creepiest uh, airline passenger and creepiest airline employee. And creepiest airline employee won this week's poll. So that's what we're going to do today. We are going to be flying high into the wild blue yonder. Carl, ring that fucking bell and pick Bill Gates or whatever the fuck is he's been in an airplane <laughs> or whatever fucking shit you want to make up. Bill Get Gates it over with, dickhead. Bill Gates wasn't just on any airplane. He was on Jeffrey Epstein's airplane over 20 times. <laughs> They're good friends. They were good friends. Don't get me started on that, Bill Gates. Uh, no, this week I have a guy named Nick Williams, 25-year-old guy who works for Southwest Airlines. Seems innocent enough. Well, he was arrested while at work in the airport in front of everybody who was waiting to be boarded out of their plane. Uh -oh. Passengers watched police arrest 25-year-old Nick Williams. Williams, who works for Southwest Airlines, is under investigation for voyeurism. Under investigation for voyeurism. Can you guess what this is, Vinny? Um, is this a peeping Tom, a looky-loo? Well, let's just say that because he works in the airport, there's a lot of temptation around. And That's right. The good old Larry Craig taught us that. Yes. Larry tap, Craig. tap, tap, tap it under the stalls. Correct. This is a little bit different, though. And uh, after he was questioned about it, he did admit to being a naughty little boy to the authorities. Steve, investigators say that Nick Williams admits that he put that camera in the restroom at SeaTac Airport oh, no. and that he's done it more than once. He said, I've done it four or five times where I place a camera in the bathroom at the airport. And that seems pretty bad. Traveling dumps. He wants to get video people to <laughs> I know, travel those, dumps. Those are the worst experiences. The bathrooms there are getting brutalized. But uh, it gets worse because there was a specific type of bathroom that he was targeting. Detectives believe he purposely targeted children, choosing a bathroom kids might use on their own without noticing a camera. Yeah, it was little boys. He put the camera in a little puppet that he had just coming over the stall. Yep. He was looking at little boys. Smiling away with the puppet. So you know how when you go to an airport, there's the men's room, there's the women's room, and then in the middle, there's that little like family, the family restroom. restroom that, you know, I, I don't even know what's in there, but apparently cameras. And the reason <laughs> why, they even said the cameras were so obvious that only a child wouldn't recognize what was going on in there. So this guy wasn't very good at this, obviously. He had one of those fucking uh, Instagram light rings on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... The problem here is that this 25-year-old, while he works for the airlines and he's taking video of children peeing and pooping at the airport, he has other things that he does. Not only does Williams work for Southwest Airlines, he also volunteers at the Chehalis Centralia Railroad Museum. He posted this photo on Friday. So I looked at this place. Is up. there anything creepier than a railroad enthusiast? No, there is not. The foamers, they're called. There's they're called what? Foamers. Foamers. Yes, the people who are really enthusiastic about uh, railroads. Huh. Yeah, and steam engines and stuff. So um, I looked up this uh, this railroad museum's website and found a link to their Facebook. Lots of pictures on there of the type of clientele they get. I would say no teenagers. Um, lots, of, lots of parents. Lots of old grandpas dragging mm, their grandkids there. Mostly five and younger. 
were the, yeah. the people who like to go on trains and, and hang out. So they're the only ones the for, the foamers can impress. That was pretty disturbing that that's where this guy is volunteering his time. Um, I actually have exclusive audio. This guy was on the airplane with a passenger. This was before he was arrested, Benny. And I was able to get this exclusive audio. I've never been up in a plane before. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? That's very inappropriate. Yeah. Very inappropriate yeah. conversation starters. Join. You like movies about gladiators? So after the arrest. <laughs> Would you like to be in one? After, after the arrest, according to the Seattle PI, he also confessed to accidentally, quote unquote, downloading child pornography when asked if other images of children could be found on his phone or computer. So he's like, yeah, you can check my computer. By the way, I think I accidentally downloaded some CP. Just see in case you find something Get out the there. Get the fuck out of here, this guy. Yeah. So he's a problem. So he's, I think by definition, this guy is a creep. So he's putting cameras in bathrooms. That's Chil pretty children's creepy. bathrooms. That's yeah. pretty creepy. Pre pretty creepy. Seems to, seems to really enjoy the young boys. Yeah. That's all you got? Nick Williams, he's my creep. Did he touch anybody? Hurt any of the kids? Oh, I'm sure. But I don't have any evidence of that. So that's okay. my, my creepiest airline employee. Okay. That's that. That's it? That's you don't it. have anything else? That's it, buddy. That, you sure? You try to make it seem like I didn't bring a good argument, but people aren't going to go along with it this time. They realize that this is a creep. This well, is the definition of a creep. He's not good, but he is uh, not Michael Carey Clemens. Okay. My creep this week. I like to call him MCC. <laughs> okay. He's an army veteran and he's a uh, airline pilot. He kind of like semi-retired and he started working for a regional airline out of Bangkok. Nothing weird ever happens there, right, Carl? Of course not. Right. So uh, he didn't look at kids in bathrooms, but uh, after he went part-time, he was living in Bangkok part-time and then he was based out of Sacramento, right? And he spent a lot of time talking to his business partners in the Philippines. Okay. Okay. Now... He was working with a Filipino associate, a woman named Leanne Tandig, uh, and her job was uh, to procure young girls for him so he could buy them. Yeah. Not just taking pictures of them. He was buying them, Carl. Girls, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Clemens was particularly worse. interested in young virgins. Uh -huh. He preferred kids 7 to 11 years old. All right. That's gross. And uh, – Clemens instructed Tandig to focus on... Yeah, but on how many 7 to 11-year-olds are virgins still? You know, that's Well, the over there. That's over the there. problem. <laughs> but, but here's the thing, Carl. This is what makes my guy extra creepy. Yeah. It's how particular he is, and not just how particular he is, but what an intricate fucking system for fucking scumbaggery this guy came up with. All right, let's hear it. All right. Clemens instructed Tandig to focus on finding girls whose parents would not be around to, quote, pose a problem. <laughs> well, yeah, parents are pesky. Should they always sure. get in the way. Yeah. Prosecutors say to locate girls who are, that he tried to have her locate girls who are orphans, victims of typhoons, and otherwise vulnerable children. So this woman was some type of social worker in the Philippines. He sent her $5,000 to buy cameras and to rent apartments. He didn't want to use any hotels. He made her rent apartments so that, like, they didn't have to move stuff constantly. Is he making a lot of money working for this airline? Well, he was retired at this point. He, he was working in airlines. He was got an army pension. I don't even know if this counts. This is an army guy, dude. I don't even think this counts. For the category so, that we have. My guy got arrested in an airport. Anyway, keep going. Well, so did my guy. We're going to get there. All right, all right. So he had this woman basically create 
a Filipino child Tinder for him. <laughs> yeah, right. So he, she would get these kids. Uh, swipe right, swipe right. Exactly right. <laughs> and she would start sending, he would give her very specific instructions. In fact, here's just a little bit of the news about how he would do this. Seven-year-old Michael Carey Clemens of Sacramento gave detailed instruction on how young virgin girls should be posed, how their hair and makeup should be styled, and whether their bodies should be oiled. Clemens knows what he likes. He knows what he likes. I like that about him. He likes little oiled up Filipino children. <laughs> yep. He bought her digital cameras, computer equipment, and he used it to photograph the victims. Then he would pick. He would swipe right. Mm -hmm. And then he would fly to the Philippines. And then he would fuck said child and come home. Now, was the oil still on the child at this point? How does that work? The child definitely was stained after. How greasy are these kids? These are some greasy, poor, greasy children who've, whose lives have already been tragic. They're orphans. Yeah. They're fucking orphans. Their families are dead from typhoons and tsunamis. So they're getting fucked for a second. By a 57-year-old ex-army guy with probably those old crusty old man hands. Oh, I listen, I don't This wanna, is fucking the worst. I like that you're trying to describe how gross it is to get fucked by a 57-year-old man. Like, no, I, I can picture that. It sounds terrible. I'm with you. He tried to protect his identity in a lot of ways. Uh, he avoided hotels with security cameras. And he spent, quote, incalculable hours... On setting up this system, okay? Yeah. According to prosecutors, Clemens' downfall began in 2014 when investigators detected his activities while he was using a Yahoo.com account. Okay. Now, I always accuse you and say, don't help these people. Yeah, right. Hey, stupids. If you're using the Yahoo account, you're going to get fucking caught. Yahoo noticed suspicious activity on the account, and they turned him into the FBI. The FBI started uh, checking into him. He got on a list with uh, Homeland Security. And when he flew back into San Francisco International Airport in, in April of 2015, federal agents grabbed him. They took his laptop and his iPad. And what do you know? They found a whole bunch of child porn on it. Yeah, this whole thing. He had to have it on his iPad yeah, for the flight. Why are you traveling and then taking photos and videos and keeping them on your hard drive? These people are so fucking stupid. They can't wait to get caught. Vinny, I got a question for you. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you, yeah. Made, you made a statement there that I think is important. What is the right email service to use when you're diddling children? What's the, what's the right one? There, there isn't one, Carl. There, there should be none, and you shouldn't well, be diddling children, well, clearly. Well, you said Yahoo was the wrong one, so I'm wondering, is it Hotmail? I'm going to say AOL is a wrong choice. Outlook. Gmail is a wrong choice. <laughs> Yahoo is clearly a wrong choice. I think, we, I think we need to source this. I want to know from the, the creepy listeners out there, what email is the best email if you want to get away with them? Why do you want to know that? CP. Why don't you explain to me why you want to know that? And what's the best peer-to-peer -peer network? Why do you want to know? that because <laughs> you made it you made a blanket statement that yahoo's gonna get you busted i'm just curious they turn this motherfucker just in curious how you know that or what you think would be better i have no advice to give okay. in this field all right so fair enough you're editorializing a little bit over there so i just wanted to analyze it a bit that's all so they found his ipad and other devices they discovered child pornography how long had this been going this this thing that he was doing? a couple of years couple at this years. point all right i mean this guy he knows what he's doing yeah he, he had a certainly good does. system going for a while. So really, it's just fucking Yahoo. Now, not for that meddling Yahoo. It would have been fine. <laughs> Yahoo. You remember uh, the jingle. Very good. Multiple times in May 2015, after he was arrested on these charges, he was released on bond. Okay. But fucking MCC, Carl, couldn't stop. 
could not stop multiple times after being arrested. He logged back into his Yahoo fucking account. That's where all the photos are. New photos are coming in. I'm going to get in there. On an IP address that traced back to his mother's home computer. No, he's not even using a VPN. So now he's at his mom's fucking house. Who's at her probably these... her fucking old woman, Dell. Yeah, that's the problem with these like guys in their 50s and 60s. They have no idea how to cover their tracks. It's so easy to do. Fucking moron. He go to his mom's house, dude. Yep. To his mother's. He's 57 years old. This has got to be like an 80-something-year-old woman. He probably bought her the computer. He's buying everybody all the equipment that he needs. Yeah, but mom never wants to play ball when it comes to the good stuff. It's kind of like how I bring beer to all the different places that I go to, whether it's the office or the practice room or my friend's house, just so it's always there. Like, he's buying all this gear for everybody he knows, so he can just go over there. It's like, oh, sweet, there's CP here. All right, good. God damn it. You're so fucked up. So by the time federal... So now they go to his house. They do another search of his house. By the time they finished combing through all of his digital devices from his, from his home and his family's home, they found 27,469 images of child pornography. But who's counting? God, that's a, no, the FBI that's a very was counting. specific number. I know. The FBI I was absolutely fucking counting. How many fucking devices does this guy have? Guys, how many hard drives of CP do you need? It's too much. Well, he was also emailing this woman again. And uh, they were talking about how he was still planning more trips to go to the Philippines and that if he was convicted, he would be leaving the country and coming there permanently. So he had a plan to escape. That's, but, uh, that's a smart idea right there. Yeah. He probably should have done that instead of going to his fucking mother's house. Yes. Correct. Correct. Bangkok would have been a better location than yeah. his mother's house. So this guy... As opposed to your guy has zero remorse. He's got a escape plan. Your kid gets caught and he's like, I'm sorry. What a loser. No, my kid didn't say I'm sorry. He just said there might be some child porn on my computer. But if it is, it was an accident. It's an accident. So happens to the best of us. His trial was interesting too, right? They, uh, they took him to trial in August of 2018. And uh, the first day, he pleaded guilty to three things. Conspiracy to produce child porn, attempted production of child pornography, and receipt of child pornography. Attempted? His trial, he was still charged with three other accounts. And so they flew in kids from the Philippines that this guy fucked. A seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a ten-year-old. And they posed, and they showed the pictures of these fucking kids posing, and all this shit, and they brought them there and testified. God, that seems like a lot of work. Do we have to really go through and convict these people? Can't we just kill them? I'm right? not... Just lethal injection and I'm call not about murder, but I am about... They're not I gonna, would seriously they're consider They're not gonna get this. better. These people don't recover from this addiction that they have, or this affliction. Like, just... Let's just end... Like, we're flying in kids who are already traumatized... They have to go stand on trial. That just seems insane to me. Shouldn't we be operating false flag uh, operations? <laughs> like, what's the FBI doing? They're, they're worried about this guy with child porn. We got better things to do. I don't. Yeah, just. We got to blow up Nashville. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> Next week's creep. So he got convicted on the three additional counts. He got con convicted of these are crimes. You ready? Attempted travel for illicit sexual conduct. Conspiracy to travel for illicit sexual conduct and the buying of children. The buying of children charge carried the steepest penalty from th it got him 30 years to life. Now, his attorney, his only defense that the attorney had 
was that this guy rolled on the bitch in the Philippines and said, okay, it was her. Okay. So that's all he got. And his, his lawyer was like, he should get a lesser sentence because he helped. And he helped a lot of kids by telling on her. And that was his defense. I'm guessing that didn't work real well. Uh, well, the par- prosecutors disagreed, and he was sentenced to life in prison. Very good. <laughs> That's my creep. Well, I will say this, Vinny. As far as organized and fucking evil. As far as creeps go, your creep is creepier. But as far as following these rules that we have, I think I did a better job in the spirit. Of an airline employee. He was arrested in the airport. Yeah, but this guy was arrested while he was working at the airport. Dude, listen, if you're going to try fucking technicality bullshit, everyone just needs to sit back and think about this. All right. (laughs) All right. How many times is Carl? What what did you bring in for creepiest garbage man? A guy who used a garbage (laughs) garbage can? They might have just been containers. I don't even think they were garbage cans. Anyway, I didn't win that week. Everyone thought Listen, I was cheating. I don't please, win. I'm begging you. I need it this week. I need the votes this week. Come in for your, the people's champ needs you, baby. Thecreepoff.com. We ask you all to please come and vote. Do we get any voicemails coming through this week, Vinny? Carl, we got a lot of voicemails yeah? this week. Yeah? Beautiful. Um, I'm going to go ahead and let you have this one. You already had your victory lap, but I'm going to let you have this because I actually think this guy speaks for a lot of the audience. Okay. I just got to say that was pretty well done, Carl. You know, Vinny, you try to shit on his podcast, um, being on Stuttering John's side and all. Yeah. And for Carl to come into this week knowing he had the win, knowing he would come up, uh, come out first, and to do his stupid ass antic of dropping the most stupidest creep, but then this time sticking with it, right? Anthony Fauci and and honestly. Delivering a, a really compelling argument that Anthony Fauci really is the biggest creep of 2020. Well played, Carl. Thank you, sir. That was annoying as shit in the beginning, but the compelling argument really got me. I, I think I'm voting Carl. Uh, you and everybody fucking else. I got a quick voicemail. It's in the same type of vein here. Oh, here we go. Oh, God, dude. I'm listening to the creep off. You got... Carl picking Anthony Fauci top creep of 2020. Four minutes in. I, I might have listened for half the fucking show there. You win. That's it. You've won 2020. All I had to do was say Fauci for the W. That was all it took. Dr. Fauci called in. <laughs> okay, good. This is Dr. Anthony Fauci. This is how I talk. Carl, fuck you. Agreed. Thank you, Dr. Fauci. You know what's funny is that Dr. Fauci probably was Googling a lot of different phone numbers because he also called into the WATP hotline. This is Dr. Fauci calling in. Hey, Kyle. This is Dr. Fauci. This is how I talk. All right. So I've been hearing what you say about you, you little fuck. All right. So first of all, you're spreading misinformation. And uh, I'm here to set the record straight on something. I want you to hear from me first. All right. All right. Santa Claus is dead, and it had nothing to do with his vaccine, okay? All right. First of all, checking his immunity, I noticed a couple of things were just a little off Mr. Claus, all right? I don't want to say it was drug abuse. I don't want to say it was an unhealthy lifestyle, but uh, all right. 
uh, let's be honest, the vaccine probably gave us what little time we had left of the guy. He made it through Christmas. That's that. All right? Big Father had nothing to do with it. We're trying to save lives here. Keep everybody nice, nice and safe. Nice and safe. Right under the thumb of what I tell you to do. All right, Carl, you're not an expert. I am. Shut your fucking mouth. All right? Call me back. Um, I'm surprised Fauci had that much time to leave such a long voicemail because he's not making TV appearances. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. A, little, a little over the limit You know, I'm officially fucking triggered by Fauci now. Not a bad like, impression, though. That was a pretty good impression. For the wrong reasons. Every time I see that guy now, I'm just going to be <laughs> fucking enraged. I love it. And it has nothing to do with any goddamn nonsense you were spewing. So Nonsense! Yeah, you heard me. All right, Vinny. Just because you said that, now I have to play one more clip. Ah! I got more voicemail. All right, we'll get back to that. But we got to talk about Fauci real quick because this gem I just came across. This All is, right, go ahead. This is Carrie Mullis. This is a biochemist who invented the PCR test. Familiar with the PCR test? No. That's the test that they use to determine whether people have COVID or not. The COVID test. Yes, it's one of the COVID tests, PCR tests. He actually won the Nobel Prize in Chemistry in 1993 for inventing this test. This is what he had to say in a 1999 interview. He's since has passed. In a 1999 interview about Dr. Anthony Fauci, and I'm not making this up. Guys like Fauci get up there and start talking. You know, he doesn't know anything really about anything. And I'd say that to his face. Nothing. The man thinks you can take a blood sample and stick it in an electron microscope. And if it's got a virus in there, you'll know it. He doesn't understand electron microscopy. And he doesn't understand medicine. And he, doesn't, he should not be in a position like he's in. Most of those guys up there on the top are just total administrative people. And they don't know anything about what's going on on the bottom. You know, those guys have got an agenda, which is not what we would like them to have, being that we pay for them to take care of our health in some way. They've got a personal kind of agenda. They make up their own rules as they go. They change them when they want to. And they smugly, like Tony Fauci, does not mind going on television in front of the people who pay his salary and lie directly into the camera. That's right, Vinny. This whole thing where I pretended to be on your show, The Creep Off, was really just a vehicle to start my anti-Fauci podcast. This is episode number two. We're just going to talk about Fauci from now on. Can I just say that clip was <laughs> the worst wrestling promo I've ever heard? <laughs> Some good fighting words, weren't they? I told him to his face. <laughs> Scientist tough talk. He, Ooh, his face. He told him to his face. He, he grabbed a folding out. chair. Fucking I'll see you on the top of the ladder, Fauci. <laughs> They're going to put a fucking microscope. <laughs> Out of poll. All right. All right. Let's uh, listen to more voicemails. Okay. So last week, somebody called in and said their friend got somebody that they knew got caught with child porn. And then we talked all about it. Do you remember? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That guy called in again because apparently we hit the nail on the head on a couple of things. Oh, okay. Hey, it's the guy that uh, has a friend who um, had like 10 different devices, all filled with child porn. I neglected to mention. It's funny that you said uh, one of them was a Zune player because it literally fucking was a Zune player. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, it's also funny that he you say he would have been paranoid because I've been over his house dozens of times, and any time you'd go to touch anything, he said, no, no, I got to go on there first. <laughs> so what the fuck, man? All right. Thought it was funny that you guys... 
Yeah, we are funny. We called it. We did call it. And those guys, they're the fucking funniest. Like, can I check my email real quick? And they just take a bat to their computer before they let you fucking <laughs> One computer chucking out the window. I don't have a computer. Oh, shit. It got too close to the curb. The fence can take it now. Um, but yeah, That's holy funny. shit. Love nice. it. And that last uh, voicemail for the week, we're going to have, we're going to talk about this, Carl. Okay. All right, you two. Big fan of the show, but what is the constant shitting on Syracuse? <laughs> because Rochester, New York is such a beacon of fucking class. Call me back. Well, he he kind of alluded to what the answer is. When you live in Rochester, there aren't a lot of places that are worse. So that's why we rip on Syracuse. I thought it was the poop smell when you drive through. Oof, Syracuse is a... I mean, honestly, I have a lot of friends who are from Syracuse. And guess what? They all moved to Rochester. Yeah. Ask a comic what their favorite funny bone is. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you see if the Syracuse funny bone makes that list. I don't know anyone who moves from Rochester to Syracuse. Let's put it that way. There's not a lot of Buffalonians living in Syracuse, but they do go the other way. I mean, that city just looks like a fucking pair of dirty underwear. When It's just gross. It's, it's really the worst. And the only thing they have going for them is a shopping mall, which no longer means anything. And a university that now sucks at basketball and football. So what the fuck's the point? Well, that fucking shopping mall, too, by the way. Let's just say you're, you have the biggest square footage. Yeah. Neat. Who fucking cares? <laughs> it's we have the just, biggest square footage mall in America. It's really just an indoor amusement park at this point because they, don't, they can't sell anything. So now it's just roller coasters and shit, which if that's the case, I'll just wait till summer. And they don't Ohio. even have a roller coaster. I don't even they know have a they have. ropes course. I've never been there before. Oh, really? I've ne- oh, no it idea. sucks. Dude, I avoid Syracuse as much as I can. I, that place fucking blows. I played the funny bone a little bit. It's a all right club, I guess. That's all I'm going to say about that. Okay. All right. But he wants to continue to get booked. Well, if anything ever gets booked again. Yep. I mean, honest to God, dude. Well, if like, fucking Fauci's in charge, you'll never play the funny part. <laughs> Why are you yelling at me? I didn't do nothing. I know. All right. So, uh, Carl. Yes, sir. Are you ready for a scum parade or do you have more bullshit you want to play me? Nope. I'm ready for the scum parade. Let's let's move it on. All right. Hit that. Because Vinny's a creep. And Carl's a weirdo. I'm not kidding around, they're both degenerate psychopaths with no business in a civilized society. And they're gonna take you on a scum parade. We're gonna start in Tampa, why not? You know, I heard that one time in Tampa, Florida, Carl had a Cuban sandwich with Dick Masterson. Now, wait, is this story about Chad Zumach? No, it's not. Oh, okay. Oh, if only. Is he in prison yet? He is not, no. I feel like. He's still going on Instagram live every day. I get notifications. Do you, uh, are you still pals? Are you in the Zoom app? Yep. Yeah. You and, and the Z man? Me and the Z man are still buds. Yep. That's good. No one cares. <laughs> this is my favorite story of the week here, Carl. Okay. Um, we're going to show a image and we'll tweet out the image and put it on our Instagram uh, in a little bit. A Colombian man was detained in Barcelona after he reportedly tried to smuggle about $34,000 worth of cocaine under a poorly fitted toupee. Police said the man caught their attention when he arrived on a flight from Bogota and appeared nervous. Officers had the man remove his wig and found a package stuck to his head with the cocaine. Did you see the picture of this guy? I sure did. Here you go, everybody watching at home. Get the reveal here. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, you know that his story is actually going to be the subject of a new reality show called Locked Up a Boob. That's hysterical. 
this guy. You know what's really funny about that is I'm sure there was a conversation where he's like, how the fuck am I going to smuggle all this cocaine through an airport? He goes, I don't know. Use your head. <laughs> Neither one of us are getting to the funny bone anytime soon. No, now no, listen. Not with this audition. Now with this audition tape. I mean, what is this guy trying to do? Masquerade as a mongoloid? What the fuck is the idea here? I bet he gets away with it though because nobody. No, I wants, bet he doesn't. Nobody wants to call out someone for wearing a bad toupee. I think that he probably has gotten away with it in the past. That's a good idea because he, he he's banking on like the politeness of society. Correct. And TSA, there's not a lot of politeness going. No, on No, that's a terrible Those decision. That's a terrible decision. So, um, yeah, that's a funny one. That's a good one. They never released the man's name, but he's in a shit ton of trouble. Well, he's, he's uh, a Colombian man. Yes, he is. Surprise, surprise, with all that cocaine. No English, no English. <laughs> all right. I have one. I'm sneaking one in on you, Carl. Oh, cool. A Tennessee mother was apprehended on New Year's Eve, uh, accused of ditching her child in a vehicle to drink at a bar. God, Sylvie King. Bars are open in Tennessee? Yeah. That's amazing. Good for her. I wish I could have gone and drank at a bar on New Year's Eve. That sounds awesome. There's no curfew. That's great. So this 25-year-old was in a bar when a person noticed a one-year-old <laughs> inside of her parked car near the establishment. That kid's probably a buzzkill. That's why she didn't bring him in. Well, listen, you think she's really going to pick up on a nice man? Walking around with her one-year-old. Well, that doesn't help. Also, that one-year-old probably is counting the drinks and being obnoxious about it. You Fucking really constantly putting Baby Shark on the jukebox. Yeah, right. <laughs> <That> <laughs> asshole kid. You, you go in there for a drink and it's like... Uh... Baby no, no, I said a gin and tonic. No, I said... I'm, I'm sorry. A, a what? I said... All right, I'll, just whatever you have. Okay, okay. I mean... This girl is getting very, very drunk. The person proceeded to break the window, took the child out of the car, called the police. The police show up at the bar. They alert security to call for the owner of the car. Although is smashing the window the best way to get a one-year-old out of a car? We've learned. <laughs> Can't you just jack the lock or something? Just smashing a window with a baby inside? I say fucking smash all her goddamn windows, this <laughs> dummy. Smash all over goddamn windows. Slash your fucking tires the for all I fine, fucking but care. Did, did lose an eyeball. Ah, <laughs> uh, little Tucker. That's what I'm naming this kid. He's from Tennessee. Okay. Little Tucker. The affidavit said the police alerted ball bar security. King eventually went towards the officers. It was described as acting irate and belligerent. So she's one of those who my kid was trying to sleep and you woke him up and whatever the fuck she, argument she has. She has a drinking problem. You would you, yeah. Yeah, uh, they said she also smelled strongly of alcohol. It was New Year's Eve. What is she supposed to do? Be sober on New Year's Eve? But you know, I mean, maybe her babysitter was at the bar and she was just meeting them. Very possible. Yeah. So she's charged with disorderly conduct, child neglect, and public intoxication. Nice. Well, she wouldn't have been in public. If they hadn't dragged her out of there. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What's a safer place for your kid? Would you say it's in your car in the bar parking lot or in the airport bathroom? <laughs> it depends on how many photos you want uh, taken of your child. All I know is the answer is not the Philippines. <laughs> yeah, right. That's <laughs> the worst place to be. Yeah. All right. Now, Carl, this is a fun one. A North Dakota man threatened to kill a former coworker and then kicked in the victim's front door after he failed to accept a Facebook friend request. What a boomer, right? You guys are on fucking Facebook still. Police allege that Caleb Burzik, 
29 sent a series of threatening texts and Facebook messages to Robert Allen Thomas, a 39-year-old former co-worker. Berzik worked with Thomas and Thomas's brother-in-law for a company that maintains oil and gas well. But after Thomas and his relative left to work for another place, Berzik was laid off and remained unemployed. As detailed in a probable cause affidavit, Berzik started sending aggressive Facebook messages to Thomas, one of which warned, accept my friend request or I'm going to murder you. I don't think this has anything to do with being friends on Facebook, Vinny. I think there's more to it than that. Yeah, yeah. A December 26th message to Thomas, uh, Berzik wrote that he would come at Thomas if he failed to accept his friend request. Investigators charged subsequently, Berzik traveled to Thomas's home where several other family members live and kicked in the front door before entering the residence. The affidavit does not indicate what Berzik did once inside the property, but uh, he was arrested after Thomas's father called 911 to report a burglary in progress. So are they Facebook friends now? What happened? Uh, did he I don't finally think accept it? This guy has uh, just got released yesterday, so maybe he did accept it. I think he needs to read that Dale Carnegie book, How to Win Friends and Influence People. I don't think he's going about it the right way. This is not the methodology in yeah. which to do that. Yeah. You don't threaten people to be your friend. He pled not guilty to two charges of burglary and terrorizing. <laughs> You're being charged with terrorizing. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's a funny thing to be charged. Do you know that uh, Triple H's original name was Terra Rising? That's terrible. He Correct. was smart to change it. Correct. He was. Hunter Hearst Helmsley isn't much better. But yeah. Berzik pled not guilty. Like I said, he's scheduled for uh, an April 20th pretrial. Now, uh, Carl? We talked a lot about terrible things that happened to kids today, didn't we? We did. We do every week, I feel like. Well, this week was particularly pedo-heavy. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Uh, a traffic stop about an hour east of the Florida-Alabama border Wednesday. Is that a name of a band? Florida-Alabama border? That should be, yeah. They're playing the Grammys, I heard. Yeah, I mean, they got a country twang, but a good rock and feel to it, too. I like it. That's good. Female lead singer. Very empowering. Uh, the Over overweight female lead singer in that band. <laughs> she looks like me. She's quite lovely. <laughs> the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, 39-year-old Frank Moreno, uh, said 39-year-old Frank Moreno of Odessa, Texas, and 29-year-old Jackson Perez Godinez of Guatemala each faced two charges of engaging in human fucking trafficking for labor or servitude on a child under 18 years of age and smuggling an illegal individual into the state. Uh, when Santa Rosa County Sheriff's Office deputies stopped Moreno on Interstate 10 to discuss a moving vehicle violation, the deputies spotted signs of that they were basically hiding something in the truck, and they found two young Guatemalan boys who had been smuggled into the country through Mexico. Isn't that adorable? And investigators believe the boys were trafficked in the United States for forced labor. According to the victims, their families each paid more than $1,000 to be smuggled into America. And each teen was told they had to work to pay off additional travel debt. How big of a shithole is the country of Guatemala? The parents thought it would be a better life for their kids to be slaves in America than to live in Guatemala. That's how big of a sh Guys, you guys got to get your shit together. You think this is a U.S. problem. This is a fucking Guatemala problem. What are you doing down there? How I, much do you know about Guatemala? Me? Right. Not a goddamn thing. All right. So this is no joke. I Googled Guatemala. Okay. So I'm like, how bad is that? <laughs> this okay. is so funny. You know, like, so after the wiki entry, you know how Google will put that little box people also ask? The first two questions, I'm not even joking. Okay. The first two questions are, is it dangerous to travel to Guatemala? 
Uh-huh. And then I think I can guess what the answer is because the question underneath that is, why is Guatemala so dangerous? Okay. Um, if you had to rate Guatemala on a scale of Gary Indiana's, would you say it's like two Gary Indiana's? It's, it's like a Gary and a half. A Gary and a half? Yep. Okay. So, wow, that's terrible. Under the, is it dangerous to travel to Guatemala? The answer is violent crimes such as armed robbery and murder is common. Gang activity such as extortion, violent street crime, and narcotics trafficking is widespread. Uh-huh. This fucking place sucks. You'd rather live in Florida as a slave than to be in Guatemala. You're going to be a houseboy in a fucking trailer. Yes. And Terrible. they're like, go, go live the life that we'll never be able to live. Well, go, bo- be, go be a slave. Both men are now sitting in the Santa Rosa County Jail, each with a bond of $1.1 million. Yeah, it's not going to work out well for them. I've, I've heard that human trafficking is frowned upon. I've heard that, too. Yeah. Our final creep this week. This guy is a... Uh, a real fucking beaut. This was a hell of a story, wasn't it? Yeah, this is uh, something else. I don't know if this guy had a good end game in mind. Nope. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know how this is going to end well. This man is no Tony Stark. No. <laughs> <laughs> Army Colonel Owen G. Ray, a former commander of 1st Special Forces Group Airborne, has been ordered to re-appear, reappear at court uh, next week with his, fan- with his attorney to face charges ranging from kidnapping and assault to threatening police with a firearm. Ray's 16-year-old daughter called 911 around midnight to report that her father, who was armed with a shotgun and two pistols, was in a room with her mother and two younger siblings, and that she believed her father would kill her if, she, if he discovered she called 911. According to a probable cause affidavit from the case, dispatch could hear the kids screaming inside. The incident started with an argument between Ray and his wife, Kristen, who believed that her husband was drunk. Yeah. So, have you been drinking is how this all started, everybody. Bad bad question to ask. What you should have said is, I'm going to go to bed now. You have a great night. Correct. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) That would have solved a lot of problems. Uh, You know what the question should be? Do you need anything? Yeah, would you like another drink? (laughs) Can I mix you up a cocktail, hon? Oh, Is what she should have said. Correct. You want another one, baby? I'm just going (laughs) to wait. I'm going to go to bed now. Yep. And everything would have been fine, Kristen. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to sleep under the kids' bed, where I'll be hiding from you. Uh, she was frightened enough to retreat her ten-year-old and her seven-year-old children to their bedroom to hide, according to the affidavit. Yeah. Kristen then heard her husband say, "Quote, let's do this." <laughs> oh. The document states and describes how Ray then put on his boots and went out to the garage where the guns were stored. Oh, shit. Oh boy. The fucking Green Beret Colonel. Here he comes. When Ray returned and found his wife and children, he began shouting and swinging the gun around. Kristen threatened to call the police and then did call the police, at which point the defendant became enraged. He pointed the gun at Kristen. He threatened to kill her. He then proceeded to kick her over and over again with his boots on in the face and chest in front of her two kids who were screaming, don't kill mom, don't shoot us. Can I point something out here? These are the people who represent the United States of America. And I'm proud to be an American. In the Middle East. This guy was stationed in Afghanistan for many, many years. This is the experience that people in Afghanistan have with Americans. And you think having troops over there makes us safer? Can I make a joke about how maybe he just brought culture back over here? (laughs) Possibly. Uh, when law enforcement arrived shortly after midnight, the defendant, his wife, and three children were still in the house. Uh, they said that Ray could be heard saying the law enforcement had surrounded the house, so what choice did he have now? And you're going to force me to kill myself. By the way, I'd be, what the, up? I'd be the world's worst hostage negotiator. I'd be like, good, one less thing I have to do. <laughs> like, who gives a shit? Kill yourself, you if suck. Gonna, listen, 
Jump. I don't care. I'm not on the fucking cleanup crew. Do I look like I have a mop in my fucking hand? Go ahead and jump. Kristen's asked that you use the bathroom downstairs to kill yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Can you do it? Can you just do it in the shower? Please, in the shower. Close the curtain. Thank you. Okay. Really appreciate it. Ray also told law enforcement that he was veteran and spent most of his time in the first special forces group. He also said he told them he would not leave the house alive and that if anyone tried to arrest him, he would kill them. So Ray eventually allowed his wife and two children to leave the house, followed by his 16-year-old daughter shortly after. See, this is what I mean by this guy wasn't thinking clearly. Now, he's just given up any leverage that he has. So he has no hostages anymore. And he's like, if you try to arrest me, I will kill you. Do you think they're just going to go away and be like, well, I'm not going to arrest that guy. All right. Have a great night. Talk to you later. Then he says, I had killed a lot of people. And I have no problem killing law enforcement if they make any attempts to arrest him. <sighs> now, according to the affidavit... I believe those are lyrics from an Ice Cube song, if I'm not, not mistaken. This guy. During the standoff, Ray walked out under his balcony and held a pistol to the side of his head. And uh, he eventually surrendered. Right, Carl? He did. So, what a pussy. I, I don't he, like... I think he sobered up. I think after Chris had stopped making cocktails, he realized, this is really dumb what I'm doing. Yeah. I've threatened to murder my family. Well, I'm and just going to say, everything about this is just pussy shit. You're beating up your woman, number one. Yeah. Number two. You have to put on boots to kick your, your wife. I mean, come on. Do a barefoot. Oh, like your a tootsie's going to get hurt. Your little tootsie. <laughs> steel toe boots. Carl would need to puts. because he's got his little club feet. <laughs> Carl's going to put his Crocs on and fucking go... Get some work done. Look at those little tiny feet of yours. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Oh, you have little tiny feet. Go fuck yourself. Why are you Vincent? so defended about your mangled feet? <laughs> I don't know. Why, Why so would I be? <laughs> My mangled feet. <laughs> Casey's like, I have better feet than that. <laughs> we wouldn't know it. <laughs> so this guy, fuck him. Now... Before we go, we got to talk about this one other thing. Apparently, you sent me an email this week, Carl. I did. Now, uh, I didn't even read it myself. Oh, Jesus. I just realized I didn't do my homework. I have no idea what this is. but Really? <laughs> for real. You don't know what this is about? I forgot to read it. Okay. I just forwarded it to you because the guy said we should, we should talk about it on the creep off. So there's a guy named uh, Dustin Jackson who is apparently good friends with your pal. Uh, not really good friends, but a big fan of your pal, uh, Dick Masterson. Okay. And uh, there was, I've been following this story. This was something that was going to possibly be in the scum parade uh, right after Christmas. So like last week's episode and it didn't make it. And the reason it didn't make it is because there's no details yet okay. other than something really fucking bad happened. Can you explain what, what happened? Yeah. It was really bad? Um, the bodies of two women and three little girls were found at a residence in Arkansas on Christmas Day. Uh, the five dead bodies were found inside the house. The sheriff's office said two adult women, three juvenile girls, reigns in age from eight to 50 years old uh, were the ages of everybody there. Uh, they believe that they were re- all related and they were all, I believe, shot to death. They said guns were involved. No flamethrowers this time? No flamethrowers this time. Nobody knows what happened. But uh, apparently the father of one of the little girls is a big Dick Show fan. And uh, there's a uh, GoFundMe. To, uh, the help. father of one of the girls who was killed? Yeah, is a dick show oh, fan. I, I, I thought there was once removed from that. That was a friend of... Okay, that's uh, terrible. I guess the guy's name is Dustin Countryman, and uh, Brittany Anderson is his wife. All right. Her girlfriend is the girl's mom, but they're raising money for the well, funeral. if it's a fellow dickhead, then yes, we should definitely uh, help him out. I will tweet out the link to the GoFundMe if you guys want to be cool and throw a couple bucks towards us. Cool. I mean, we're not complete fucking monsters over here. Do not put anonymous. Make sure you put... 
the creep off in the GoFundMe. Yes. We want them to know where it came from because we're assholes like that. We're not classy. It's hard so. to transition from laughing about horrific events to actually feeling bad for somebody. This was a, a miscalculation on our part. Yeah, what a terrible way to end the show. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, but uh, thanks for doing that, Vinny. I, I do uh, appreciate the, the dickheads stick together. Yeah, so uh, you dickheads, there you go. That That's for you. Don't forget to go to thecreepoff.com and vote this week. Vote for MCC, baby. And uh, we will be back next week with an all-new episode. We have a special guest next week planned. We do. You know about this. I do. You do. <laughs> Sweet. We're going to be recording a little later than normal next week. So just a heads up, everybody. Oh, that special guest. Yes, yeah, yes. Because he's busy driving a truck. <laughs> That's right. He's be, be out he's busy driving time. a truck. And he's all he was all butthurt on the uh, episode that I just did with you for WATP, the uh, Patreon episode. Yeah. And by the way, speaking of WATP, is there anyone more pissed off than I am that the Bills got the 1 o'clock Saturday game? It's really going to fuck up my schedule this week. I don't care. But the, the people who will join. I don't care. I don't care. Go fuck yourself. Your show, The Buffalo over. Bills. I don't, I, I don't care. I hope that Philip Rivers fucking slices Josh Allen's throat on the field. Oh, I know. With Josh Allen's real afraid of Philip Rivers. I can't hear you. I don't care. I'm happy, go lucky. Women call me plucky. I don't care. I don't care. Tell me more about the Bills, Carl. So anyway, we're going to have to reschedule our regular time for recording WTP this weekend. Uh, and the, the creep off this week. really fucking me up. You're going to do that one late. We're doing the creep off late next week. Andy will be here with us. Sweet. And uh, we are going to be doing, should we tell everybody the category we chose? Remind me. It's uh, Creepiest Porn Star. Oh, so Creepiest Porn Star. All right, There's cool. your teaser for next week. And I'm trying to get a very special guest on the show to... Uh, Tell us about my choice for Creepiest Porn Star. Stay tuned for that. That's a little uh, teaser. And uh, we will be back next week. Uh, if you want to uh, follow us on Instagram, please do. I'm going to put the picture of the uh, cocaine toupee guy on there, at CreepOffPod. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter as well. Voicemails, 585-371-8108. You can email us anytime, thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Until then, it's nice to be important. But it's more important to be nice. Gagia! Let's get the fuck out of here. Dude, did you, I don't know if you heard, uh, heard WATP what? this week yet, but Stuttering John will be suing anyone who says anything about him on the internet. So Lies about him, right? Lies about him, right, which is why I said he smells terrible. Well, I think he's a nice guy. Oh, oops. I think he's a nice guy, and uh, I'm a, I'm, he's my pal. What can I say? My buddy Stuttering Jay. I think his hairline is receding. You can see stink lines coming off him from his YouTube videos, and his apartment is disgusting. I mean, this guy was a real jerk. <laughs>